Welcome to Rebounding Faith. Happy Wednesday. Today, we are going to ask you guys to grab your hiking shoes, your boots, your flip-flops, whatever you like to hike in, and come with us on a little journey down the path that is oftentimes the least traveled. We're hoping that through this episode, we can all have a little bit more confidence around the path that we're on and knowing that is the path that is going to lead to true fulfillment. So whether you're an outdoor woman or a woman in the outdoors, grab your shoes and let's go. Hello and welcome to Rebounding Faith. I'm Gina Ferrari. I'm Kristen Corona. And I'm Katherine Baer. When walking in faith seems impossible and you can't see the purpose in your pain, we are here to help you find hope in the struggle. Welcome to Rebounding Faith. I am Katherine and I'm here with Gina and Kristen. Hello. And we are so excited today to be diving into a topic uh, about narrow paths. And I can say honestly in my life, you guys, I haven't really thought about this too much. Even though I grew up in Colorado walking a lot of paths, hiking, growing up in the mountains, never really thought about narrow paths. So I'm kind of excited to dive in today and look at Matthew 7, 13 to 14, and I'll read it out of the NIV version. It says, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. So I really am interested in learning more about this. And when I was researching this, I came across the quote from Frost, uh, 1915, Robert Frost wrote one of his most beloved poems, The Road Not Taken is what it was called. Mm-hmm. He actually wrote it as a joke. Did you guys know that? No, he I did wrote not it as a know joke. that. Yeah, he wrote it as a joke to tease his friend Edward Thomas about his indecisiveness, which is kind of funny to think yeah. about, like, which road do I take? So he writes this poem about that. Most people who read the poem take it as a call to action, actually, to choose the right path in life, the path that most people don't take, which is really interesting. Like the right path is the most people, the the path that most people do not take. Kind of interesting. But the poem ends, quote, two roads diverged in a wood and I, I took the one less traveled by and that has made all the difference. So today we are going to be looking at the narrow path or the road less traveled. So Kristen, I understand that you have some experience with paths. Well, yes. I mean, I I didn't grow up in Colorado like you, New Mexico. Okay. Well, there's paths in New Mexico. They're they're sisters. Yeah. Um, But I do run a lot and hike. And where we live in Southern Orange County, we're nestled up into these hills. So I'm constantly out there with my dog. And this concept of taking the path less less traveled is actually a little bit intimidating. Mm -hmm. Because if I think about how I make decisions on where I go when I'm on these paths, it is mm-hmm. definitely to stick to the one that has been used more, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, it feels safer. You feel like, okay, a lot of people have gone this way, mm-hmm. must have worked out well yeah. for them. Yeah. Um, and also Follow when you look at the narrow paths, there's a lot of weeds and brush and 
you don't know if you're like there's going to be coyotes in there or you just can't like sometimes you snakes. can't see yeah rattlesnakes mm-hmm. you can't really see through it so it makes me a little bit more nervous mm-hmm. so um obviously these are these are literal paths we're talking mm-hmm. about at mm-hmm. this point in time but the concept i think for me I understand why people generally or myself would take the path that's used more often because mm-hmm. it feels safer. Mm-hmm. That's true. But when you're walking on a narrow path, if you think about it, like there's so many things that you need to really focus on when Pay you're attention. on a narrow path. Yeah. And so I have vivid memories of vivid, like really narrow paths in Colorado when you're hiking. And it was funny when I was doing the prep work for this episode, it brought back all my senses. Like I can remember walking on the path and hearing the pine needles under my Mm. feet just crunching and the sound of like scuffling along of the dirt and then the smell of the pine trees Mm. and just the view of the mountains and all of it kind of came back to me and it was just kind of a really fun, refreshing exercise to do that. But You know, on a narrow path, it can get so narrow, you guys, that you literally, you can't walk side by side. So you've got to go single file, you know, which can make you feel kind of alone, especially if you're out in front because you don't have anybody in front of you, you Mm -hmm. know. So you're you're kind of hiking and, you know, you know that you've got people behind you, but you don't really like turn around and engage. So there's that when, and you know, there's also etiquette. So if you're climbing up a hill, and people are coming down the hill, you know, it makes you wonder which one has the right of way, right? Because only one person can kind of pass by. So, Kristen, you kind of have to step into that dreaded, like, brush and stuff. You don't know what's in there, right? Exactly. To allow, if you're coming downhill, you've got to step aside because the uphill hikers actually have the right of way. So there's all these, you know, rules and etiquette and things that you kind of follow and And so I'm kind of looking forward to today to just dive in right into it and looking at, you know, what are some of these aspects about paths? And so, Gina, you said you don't have a lot of experience with paths here in Southern California. No, I'm not a big hiker. And I love I live at the beach Mm -hmm. and I love to watch the walk the beach trail. But it's just a trail. It's not. No, that's not true. I've walked that beach trail with you. There's a part that's really narrow. On that there trail, is? there is, and I I remember. Gina doesn't take it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. there is. Are you and, sure? And I remember like having to step aside and let people like come by and yeah. get by. So there is a part that's kind of well. You can you go know. in two different mm-hmm. directions. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can you know. So that might be part of it. And if the weather has been bad, or mm-hmm. if it rained and it's turned to like hard mud and stuff, that makes it more narrow. And oh, that yeah. might have been one of the times yeah. we were walking together that it was more narrow because we don't want to stop step in the slush. But overall, it's a pretty well uh, planned out. Mm-hmm trail path, path. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so you I, you never feel like you're going to get lost you can always see the ocean mm-hmm. so you, me who has zero sense of direction whatsoever feel pretty confident mm-hmm. on the beach trail but um just going up hiking or getting onto a path that I'm not familiar with or like when she was talking about coyotes no 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 need for me to be on a path that there's any possibility <laughs> of a snake or a coyote <laughs> a crab may come across from the sand but that's as you yeah. know adventurous as yeah. I want to get that's see that's Gina and the wildlife mm-hmm, mm-hmm. extent oh yeah because okay. my my son had said when I told him when we were floating on the river that I am an outdoors woman uh-huh. he said 
mama come on now (laughs) it's me you're talking you're a woman outdoors (laughs) not an outdoor woman there is a difference and I have to say, you're right, I am a woman outdoors. <laughs> okay, so Gina has um, summed that up for us. That's so funny. So, well, an important truth about the narrow path, I love this, is that markers actually become clearer and clearer as you journey upon it. And, you know, that is really food for thought. When you're on a narrow path, right, the markers become clearer and clearer. As you journey upon it. I thought that was fascinating. It's almost like you learn as you go. You're learning, you're adapting, you're figuring out what they mean and looking to identify them sooner. And there's just so much to that. I, I think I would think, unpack it. Again, just because I don't have the experience, but I would think that you would be paying a lot more attention. I was just going to say that you have to pay a lot more attention because it's not as obvious. Yes, your surroundings. And so maybe Mm -hmm. those markers are easier for you to see because you're looking for them. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, you know, obviously when Jesus quoted this, right, he is talking about, you know, those that choose to walk upon the narrow road and the narrow path, it leads to life. So meaning salvation, right? Mm -hmm. So you walk go through that narrow gate, right? And choosing to follow him, that is leading to life. And interesting that it says comma and only a few find it. So, you know, it makes you think, okay, is it hidden or are people walking along that path and they abandon it, you know, because it's too hard? You kind of wonder like, why would it be difficult? Like, why would only a few find it? in the way he's talking about that. And, you know, we know that Jesus didn't sugarcoat stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. we know that he basically said it as he saw it and experienced it. And, you know, the truth is that not many people are willing to pay the price to follow him. And so I think it's just, it's a hard road, right? Mm -hmm. It's real hard. And we're going to look at that. We're not going to sugarcoat it either. But I think there are some benefits to walking on the narrow path. I mean, again, we know salvation is a huge part of, you know, of that, but there's also, you know, he has come to give us life and life more abundantly and that life starts now. And so it starts on that path. And so that's kind of what I wanted to, to get into, but first we kind of have to look at what that path looks like. And so typically when I think of a narrow path, it's not straight, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it, it could curve around or whatever, but you are unable to see the destination from the place where you are. You have to just keep putting one foot in front of the other, crunching on those pine needles, Mm -hmm. scuffling through the dirt, right? You just need to keep going. And so um, when I think of that verse, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, where it says, for we live by faith and not by sight. So Mm -hmm. we're unable to see the end but we're walking that path anyway, and we're walking by faith. Well, that is so much of life. Mm-hmm. We always yeah. want to see the big picture and right. what the next step is, and then the step after that, and the step after right. that, and this and is what's basic- around the corner. Yes, and, yeah. yeah, we want it mm-hmm. all mapped out. Yeah, for right. And this is basically just saying you're taking step by, by step, step by, by step. step. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're taking the step that you need to take today, yeah. right now, yeah. The other thing that's really interesting about a narrow path is you really have to focus on it. You have to focus on your footing and your steps. Um, And when you start researching hiking and paths, experts will actually tell you to pay extra attention to foot 
placement. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of slips that can occur, especially on downhill stretches um, that immediately follow like long ascents, right? Um, so people get real tired. So after the exertion of the climb and they're tired, the tendency once they start to go downhill is to just, oh, just let go and they're not watching their footing and they're not paying attention on the descent, which then can lead to mistakes and falls. Yeah. So it's really interesting because we have to really focus on this narrow path. It, it doesn't really allow for us to, you know, like it said, you know, to just kind of let it go and just, yeah. you know, not pay attention and not, you know, really be cognizant of, of where we are. And, you know, there's a Bible verse, and I can't think of exact location right now that says, you know, to be... You can't, the, Gina? I think that's the first <laughs> time, right, Kristen? Oh, yeah. I'm having a senior moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, My friend the, calls that CRS, can't remember stuff. Mm -hmm. So she's suffering from CRS. Yes, disease. Yeah. too often I do. But about um, being a lamp into my feet mm -hmm. and a light mm -hmm. into my path. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. And we need that, right? But even if you have a lamp and a light, will it do you any good if you're not focused? Not like if you're kind of looking around? I mm. mean, to me, it's like we still have to do our part. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, well, we've that's really the difference, focus. I think, between the narrow path and, and the wider path that's more traveled is you don't have to think as much on that path yeah, because all those totally. people that came before you kind of mm -hmm. did that. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you're on the narrow path, it requires more choices, mm -hmm. more paying attention, more intentionality mm -hmm. of where you go and when. Um, so I, I, I think that's an interesting way of thinking about it too, especially mm -hmm. relative to what you just said. And think about too, when you think about wide is the road to destruction and many are on it, mm -hmm. right? So what, mm -hmm. what that, pa that paints a picture for me is like a lot of people around on either side, you know, it's broad, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas when you think about the narrow path, as I had mentioned earlier, sometimes it's like single file, yeah. you know, you've got to be like one in front of the other, you know, so it's not broad, it's not people on either side, you know, of you. It's, so when you think about that, it really does require more focus. Mm -hmm. And one is called a road. Yeah. And one is called a path. A path. Yeah. So those are two Big very difference. different things. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's easy to also get off the path too, yeah. if you're not focused. And so not only do you have to focus on your footing, right? We also have to just um, pay attention on moving forward and staying on the path. Yeah. So I know I can speak from experience when I would be walking on these narrow paths, you really are tempted to pull up from looking down and just take in the view around you because it is so majestic in Colorado. There's mm. certain just hikes and trails where you're just like, oh, my gosh. Like, it looks like a painting. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even look like, you know, you're like you're looking at um, a mountain range. So it's just unbelievable. So you want to be able to look up, take in the view, or maybe you want to talk to others, you know, behind you or whatever, and you're not really focused on where you're going. So when this happens, you know, I read stories actually where people are like miles off the path. You know, they're just busy and they're distracted and then they've got to backtrack and come back and go, you know, find that path again. So it really does take intentionality and effort to pay attention mm -hmm. and stay on that path. So um, you know, things are, things are tough on the narrow path. I mean, we will encounter trials, tribulations, like difficulties along the way. And, 
you know, when I compare that to a path, I think of like rocky paths, right? It's not really easy or uphill paths or having a lot of exertion, you know, to get through that. Or, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever been part of paths where you really like having to step up, right? Like on rocks and like just really get up to the top. I'm Gina looking at Gina. I'm thinking that's no. <laughs> I'm thinking back to the woman outdoors here. She's not climbing oh, the rocks yeah. uh, She's per se. She's focused on more of the analogy <laughs> yes. in the moment yes. and less of like the literal. I can imagine that. <laughs> yeah, her eyes are just like, I'm never going on that path. So, yeah. Why but, are you doing that? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's fun. How? So, um, so I just think about that and it's kind of, you know, on this narrow path, like we can't kid ourselves. Like it's still, yes, we're walking with God. Yes. We're on, you know, this, this path to salvation, but you know, we're going to encounter trials and tribulations and difficulties along the way. The other thing I was thinking about was that it requires discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, daily we are tempted to wander off the path. Right. Mm -hmm. And you notice even sometimes hourly, you know, like it just depends on the season of life that you're in. But, you know, there's a lot of a lot of ways and reasons. And again, we talked about drifting in a previous episode when we were talking about anchors. And I think sometimes if we're not staying close with God and really either through prayer, um, daily scripture readings or both. Right. The temptation and you just sort of like start to wander. You're talking and not paying attention. Um, sometimes the path throws us in different directions, right? So it will really challenge our faith and challenge our beliefs. And you're thinking, is this the right direction? Like, let me consult the map here. You know, am I headed in the right direction? So I think, you know, the path, we can't expect it to be flat and easy. And I think where disappointment enters is when we have those expectations and reality falls short of those expectations. Mm-hmm. And I think when that happens, we're more tempted mm-hmm. to wander off or more tempted to drift because it's not so easy. And yet it's never, we're never promised it's going to be right. easy. The and Lord yet where do we get that from? But I don't we know. want it to be. Yeah, we want you know? it to be. But I yeah. think Because everything in life is catered around trying to make things easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, comfortable, convenient, all of those things. Yeah. I think there's, it's easy for me to think about the wide road being leading to destruction. For me, I, I need boundaries and I need to know that even if it's a hard path, I'm on the right one because I can be led astray by different people, by not focusing and having to pay attention. So as hard as that path can be, sometimes I have found over my life that it's, I feel safer on the narrow path because I know even if it's hard that I'm on the correct path and it might not be the easy way to to go or the way that everyone's going. But if I have my eyes on Jesus and I'm focused on him and paying attention to him, he's walking through those tough times with me, Mm -hmm. you know, and when I get on the path that, you know, is wide, I can get distracted by so many things in life because I don't have to pay as much deten- mm-hmm. attention. Mm-hmm. And then I can find myself wandering way out there. Yeah. You know, what's interesting, it just occurred to me too, is that at least with a path, you have direction and you know where you're going. Now compare that to like a wide open field. There's no path, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're just walking through this field, but you don't know 
you know, what direction am I going the right direction? Am I supposed to go this way? Am I supposed to go due north? Like what direction am I supposed to go here? So at least on a path, it's, it's something where your immediate future, the next few steps are there, like, you know, and then when you get there and there's a bend or whatever, you follow that, you know? And so, but you do have to be cognizant and aware to stay on that narrow path because it is narrow, but at least it's a path. Mm -hmm. I think when you were saying, Catherine, that it requires discipline, some of the most important things in life require discipline, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's, you know, good things are not usually the easy things. Right. You know, they're worth the hard work that we Mm -hmm. have to put into it. So there is this website. um, Her name is Faye Ann Swearing, and she has a website. And I grabbed this quote off of her website. I really liked it. It says, God knows our struggles, our silent pain and petitions. He knows about the many times that we felt like throwing in the towel because of our challenges, Mm -hmm. but we chose to stay on the path. He knows the moments when we were almost at the brink of sin, but we decided to listen to his promptings. He remembers the times we did not feel like going to church or praying, but we did it anyway. It is a hard choice to enter and to stay on the narrow path. Mm, I love that. Yeah, I thought that was really good, like a lot of of food for thought. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Another thing that the path, the narrow path requires is preparation. So when you are going to go hiking, and especially when you're going to be going on trails and things, experts recommend bringing a map, a compass, and I thought this was interesting, a descriptive guide of the path or trail. So when you compare that to a faith walk, right, a faith path, we need to stay in touch with God when walking on this narrow path. Like it, that is our descriptive guide. That mm-hmm. is our map. That is our compass. It's sort of like all these things in one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we obviously have the gift of the Holy Spirit that resides within us, mm-hmm. right? So that certainly is going to be those things as well. But we have to be in touch. We have mm-hmm. to listen to those promptings. We need to, you know, be praying. And so, again, it comes back down to like a relationship. I would say God's doing all the heavy lifting for sure, but we have a part in it, mm-hmm. you know. And so our part is to prepare and, and be in touch with those things. Um, so when faced between the choice of like a narrow, bumpy road and a wide paved highway, most of us choose the easier road because human nature gravitates toward that comfort and pleasure. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting, Gina, that you had said earlier in your life that resonates with you because you wanted to gravitate toward that. I wanted the easy way. Mm -hmm. And I I think if we're honest, most of us do. do. Yeah. We want the easy way. We want, you know, we don't want to struggle. Life is really, it can be difficult. And so we want to take that wide road because it appears yeah. to be the easy Easier. way mm-hmm. and yet it is and more fun and right sure. less sure. work less work all of those things less those preparation things. you know and um but i i think that that there's a specific reason that that the lord made it clear that wide is the path to destruction that isn't going to be fulfilling it isn't going to lead us where we want to go ultimately it's not going to be what we're looking for it might have been easier, but ended up being harder because we got off the yeah. right path. You know what that kind of reminds me of is all of these get thin quick 
or get rich quick <laughs> schemes. You know what I'm talking about? Like tried a lot of them. Like in the fitness, right? It's I'm like doing two of them right now, actually. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. So, but is it I'm like? <laughs> but I I'm mean, working on a get rich one. Okay. <laughs> all right. If it works for you, you let me yeah, know. I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think about like all these like ads and magazines that you don't need to do anything and you just need to like, you know, just take this simple supplement or, yeah. you know, such little effort and you're going to get maximum results. And it's like, yes, it's just, wake up thinner yeah. and more in shape. Yeah. Just like you don't take, have to do yeah. anything. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, I'm sorry if there was really something like that that worked. You, you know? would all yeah. be really thin. Yeah. Yeah. But it's amazing to me that that these these organizations and companies make millions, billions of dollars, right? Probably stretching on billions, maybe just millions. Millions. But they make a lot of money on our laziness because yeah. we don't want to do anything. You well, know? that's because it it we as human beings want the easy yeah. way. We yes. want the instant gratification. We don't want to have yeah. to work for things, yeah. you know. And so it's like, oh, that sounds good. Can I really do that? Yeah, you know. And and so it's tempting, right? Yes. Well, we gravitate towards comfort and mm-hmm. pleasure, mm-hmm. and I think we're—I don't want to say led to believe because I think it. These are all learned behaviors because at some point in time they might have served us well, mm-hmm. but we're we're kind of taught and to trust our instincts somewhat as well, mm-hmm. right? And so when I think about these paths, I think like you're kind of like trying to trust your instincts a little bit, and it makes me think of like sometimes when I'm driving and and you know my husband will be in the car with me and we're, we have something on Google. Wait, Maps. wait, wait. You're driving? Yes. And your husband's in the passenger seat? Yes. Okay, that. Now, does that surprise you? Kristen it, control, Kristen. That's true. <laughs> I'm not surprised by that. I'm just surprised, like, Andy's, We kind of like, share. Uh, we kind of so share. So it's like on a, lo- a long road trip or something? Um, Maybe just depends on if I feel like driving or not. Like, sometimes <laughs> I'll just walk outside and get in the passenger seat because I don't feel like driving. It's your decision. It's my decision, <laughs> what I do. If okay, I feel like driving, then I'm going to drive. That is hilarious. I yeah. cannot tell you how many fights... That I have had with my husband, and I've we've been married. We just celebrated twenty five years, and I'm like, yeah, thank you, thank you, very happy with that. But you know, sometimes it's like just accepting, and I know he totally accepts certain things about me. But one thing I accept about him is that he has to drive because he claims like he gets car sick all the time, so he can't be in the passenger seat or he can't Mm -hmm. be in the back seat or whatever. So that's why it just struck me when you're like, I'm driving and he's got them out. And I'm like, wait, what? This yeah. just does not well, happen in my world. what I've had to world. accept is we always listen to what he wants music-wise. I don't even try So that's anymore. the compromise. I'm like, whatever. Just put your music that's on. That's the compromise. Okay, yeah. that's really funny. Maybe like on my birthday. He's like, what do you want to listen to? It's like uh, such a treat. You do know? you like his music? No. Okay. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Okay, we're, see, we're okay. getting off the beaten path here. But, okay, so I'm back in the car. I'm driving. Okay. And I'm looking at Google Maps, and Google Maps will tell me to go right. But I'm like, no, I think left is going to be faster. And this is where he gets annoyed with me. He's okay. like, you're not going to – like, you are trusting yourself over Google Maps. I'm like, yep, mm-hmm, I am. Turn left. <laughs> And then, and then, and I then get you're there, lost. And then I'm lost. And then it's a dead end. And then yeah. I thought I had a faster way, re-route, and I didn't. Re-route. So then I'm like, <laughs> Does he tell you I told you so? Well, does he it do depends that annoying on how um, kind of a mood he's in. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> All of these things are highly variable, yeah. <laughs> but it it's similar to this. It's like you you need it. 
you need the map, you need your compass because mm-hmm. your instincts, like we can't always trust our instincts. Right. Right? Yeah. Think about how many times we've trusted our instinct or we've felt and like it we should do it and it astray. led us astray. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And so yes. that like <laughs> we went down a long path, yeah. speaking yeah. of paths to get there. But that's what I was thinking about is like even even in just everyday decisions, mm-hmm. knowing that we are taught and positively reinforced to live in this like comfort and pleasure and everything should be easy mm-hmm. and then we learn that behavior and we compound it over time by feeling like we have the right answers like that's why that compass the bible like that like that is so important because we can't always trust our instincts mm-hmm. right i can almost that's never true. trust my instincts <laughs> Especially when it comes to direction. So when Gina says right, you need to go left. Yes. (laughs) Gina really can't wait for the driverless cars to come out because she's like, I don't even want to drive (laughs) ever. Wants to sit in the back and read a magazine. Okay, that's hilarious. So so we've identified that, you know, there are tough challenges on the narrow path. We Mm -hmm. accept that. We recognize that. But there's benefits, too. There's definitely benefits. And I just want to like call out a few that I thought were really remarkable and things that really spoke to me. Uh, First is that there's guidance and protection Mm. on the narrow path. Psalm 32, eight says, the Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway Mm. for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. So that's it all there. Yeah. Yeah, mm, Psalm 32, that's why eight. likes the narrow path. <laughs> yes. Right. right. Guidance and, and protection. protection. Yeah. Yes. God will be with us yeah. always. So his word in 13.5 says, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. And I think that's also quoting from Deuteronomy. The narrow road is so narrow that we need the help of the Holy Spirit to be able to walk that way faithfully. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, we've got guidance, we've got protection, we've got God's presence there, right? And again, referring back to our title verse for this episode, but small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life and only a few find it. So we know that there's sacrifice and struggles I mentioned, but the eternal rewards that we receive, they actually begin now. It's Mm -hmm. not, so when you think about a gate and a path, right? In my mind, this is interesting, but I think about the path coming before the gate and then the gate is like when we're entering into heaven, then we pass through that, mm-hmm. but we're on the path now. Mm-hmm. How do you guys see it? Do you see it as passing through the gate first and then you're on the path? Well, I haven't ever really thought about that. I know. To be honest. I, I But I mean, if you... But I think you do probably have to be on the path before you come up to the gate. Yeah. And then once that gate is open, you, uh, you know, see where you are and where you've come from. And so, yeah, maybe so, Catherine. Because it says, but small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life. Or narrow the path that leads to life. So, yeah. but small is the gate. So he says that first and narrow the path. So mm. I don't know. So it just kind of paints the picture to think about that. But in my mind, I'm thinking the path is first and it's leading to that gate, which then is when, when we go to heaven, we go through mm. that narrow gate, right? 
But those eternal rewards, they begin on the path mm-hmm. right now. So it's not something where they begin in heaven. So leading to life, if you take that um, that phrase, that actually warrants a much deeper discussion, I think, when you really extract that phrase out of the verse. So it's not only life, but it's life in abundance. So in John 10.10, 10, Jesus says, the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. And that's the NLT translation. Mm, I love that. that, A rich and satisfying life. So if you're satisfied, you're not looking elsewhere. You're not wondering and resentful. Gee, I wish I could be on that other broad road down there. You know, that you are actually rich, you're completely fulfilled, Mm -hmm. and you're satisfied. The NTE version has a little bit of a different twist to it Mm. that I think is really interesting, too. I came so that they could have life, Mm. yes, and have it full to overflowing. I Mm. love that. Like, I think that just, like, kind of takes that, like, rich and satisfying. To the next level. To the next Mm. level, right? Yeah. Because it's full to overflowing. Yeah. That's Mm. so good. And so when you think about those words and those terms, right, rich, satisfying, full, overflowing, you take those Mm. four things, like what thoughts would come to your mind that would be included in a life that has those components? Fulfilled. Yeah. Yeah. What we consider a blessed Mm -hmm. life, like you're just feeling so blessed yeah, You know, by the relationships you have, by the ministry we have, the things that really feed our souls, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. seems to be a fulfilling, abundant, mm-hmm. satisfying life. And it could, to me, it could look different. So when you're thinking about that path and there's going to have be those times where the path is just straight, right? There's a stretch where it's just straight and there isn't a lot of physical exertion that is required. It's just being mindful and consistent and persevering and taking step after step Mm -hmm. after step, right? In those moments, it might be easier to feel blessed, to feel, you know, fulfilled and satisfied. And then up ahead, you don't know it yet, but there's going to be a bunch of rocks that you've got to climb up and Mm -hmm. be tired. And, you know, it's not going to be an easy climb to get up on that path. And so when you think about that, you may not be feeling as blessed and as Mm -hmm. thankful, but Mm -hmm. in those moments, Maybe you're feeling relieved that God is with you and giving you strength to yeah. climb that. So it's almost like he gives you what you need when you need it on that path. Absolutely. And it just looks a little different. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think if you're like, if you think, tie that back to literally being on a narrow path, mm-hmm. if you're hiking, there's always that moment where you're like, am I on the right path? We've been walking. I, I don't. And then you see something mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, there's a little bit. The path is more clear over there. Mm-hmm. We are on the right. We mm-hmm. are on the right track. Yeah. That's true. Right. Or you get to a place where you can actually see through all the trees and you can yeah, see the opening like a clearing. and you're like, oh, uh-huh. okay, we're not, we haven't wandered too far from yeah. where we were supposed to be. Like, yeah. we're good. And I feel like that always happens. Um, I guess it depends on if you're looking for those moments where mm-hmm. you feel like you're on the right path. But there always is a point where you're like reassured, okay, we're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think going back to the idea of having a compass and a map and that guide, right, that's descriptive. Kind of for those moments, right, in life where you're just not sure and you're looking and you're seeking. Because, I mean, it's all fun, you know, to be thinking about hiking and, you know, especially with summer coming up and all of this, right? 
But in reality, when it comes to our faith walk and every day, when we're having to fight through whatever it is and climb up those rocks, whether it looks like financial or relational or whatever Mm. the challenges are that we're encountering, you know, we can take just solace in knowing that God is with us through that. And, you know, for some people that almost just seems like um, semantics, you know, to be able to say God is with us. It's like, you know, Charlie Brown, like, wah, 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 Mm -hmm. you know, but like to really sit down and think about that at a personal level, like, what does that look like Mm -hmm. in your life when you're on a narrow path? And sometimes you may feel very alone on that narrow path if Mm -hmm. you don't have anybody around you that shares your faith to the same degree that you have, you know, you may be feeling pretty alone on that path. You may be feeling cold. You may be feeling tired. You know, you may be like, Oh, just one more day. I've just got to keep the focus. I've got to keep the path. You know, that can be rough. And I, and I don't think in any way we're diminishing that and we're playing that down. I think we've all been there. And so to me, in those moments, I go to some of my favorite verses. And this year, I'm actually doing this game where I'm trying to call up as many addresses that I know and match them to the verses by memory and do Mm. it in like 30 seconds or a minute. And so Ryan and I have this challenge. He's my son. And we'll just like, you know, back and forth. And, you know, when you do that and you really invest time, you know, doing that when you're on that rocky path or you're in those difficult moments, I have found that those verses can be just life-giving, you know, in those moments. And so I think this week, you know, we do every week when we do our rebounding recap, I think, you know, this week for us to be thinking about what keeps us on the path, like what keeps us going, what, what is it about the benefits and the things that really are rewards for being on that path. Now, obviously where it's leading, eternal life, Mm -hmm. of course, right? But again, that starts now, that starts today. The the benefits of walking with God, maybe it's peace, you know? Maybe it is having um, purpose for your life. Maybe Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like, ask yourself, what is the benefit What's of the motivation yes. to staying yeah. on that narrow path? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because if we're being real, and we always are here, it's going to be hard. Yeah, There's going to be days that are pretty hard. Yeah. And, you know, comparing that to the broad road, you know, that leads to destruction is probably a short road. It's probably flat. There's probably a lot of people on it. It's mm-hmm. probably distraction, mm-hmm. you know? You mm-hmm. can be distracting and be okay because you're still going straight, right? Um, so I think it's an easier road here. Mm-hmm. And that's why so many people are drawn to it. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot more fun, you know, than the yeah. path where you've just got to keep going and going. But I think the eternal words, rewards are so sweet. And again, those start today. And yes. that reason, too, I think is your compass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I think yeah. you, uh, you know, I look at it like your map is your your Bible, your walk with God, your compass is like, it's like your true north. Like that reason has mm-hmm. to be, you have to be so confident that when you pull that reason out and it tells you you're on the right path, mm-hmm. keep going, mm-hmm. you believe it. Yeah. yeah. And you have the faith. And you have the faith. To do that. Yeah. And so I think that's a really good thing to recap mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. Yeah. Just and as a good as reminder. as this path is, at times our life is just a struggle and it's as hard as it may feel, this life is so short in comparison mm-hmm. to what eternity is going right, to be like. Right. And staying on that hard path for this 
short time in life, as long as it feels sometimes, yeah. a day can feel long, yeah. the eternal rewards, like you were saying, Catherine, yeah. keep your eye on the prize. Right, right, yeah. absolutely. One eye on the path. Yes, but one, one eye, eye on the path. Because <laughs> you don't right. want to like have that uh, <laughs> unsure footing. Yeah. But yeah, so this has been such a great discussion, mm-hmm. you guys. I love to be able to take our faith and be able to visualize it in mm-hmm. some sort of way, whether it's a path or an anchor or whatever, you know, yeah. whatever that is to take these concepts and be able to attach a visual to it. I so do that, so much yeah. better for me with a word picture. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this whole conversation has just been a word picture. Yeah. And yeah. that that's easier for me yeah. to picture and to put myself in and for to make it seem real to for me. For sure. And even if you don't hike. Even yeah, if I don't hike, right. I can picture Even it. if you're just outdoors. <laughs> in my mind, I'm a really good hiker. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm the best hiker. Oh my gosh. Well, hey, this week, just be thinking about those pine needles under your feet. Be thinking about the sound of the echoes of the birds and the, just the view. We're on the right path. It might be the path that isn't traveled as much, uh, like Robert Frost says, but it's the right path. And so this week, we want to invite you all to like and subscribe Rebounding Faith. If you enjoyed this message about the path, hey, share it with somebody. Maybe they will be encouraged. That's our hope and desire. We're back every Wednesday, so we'll be back next Wednesday. Be sure to check out our website, all social media, and from all of us here at Rebounding Faith, have Have a a rebounding week. Beautiful rebounding Mm -hmm. week. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Come and join us next week and be sure to like and subscribe to Rebounding Faith.